I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care. About <laughs> I was going to how long are you going to let me go? <laughs> as long as I need to. Merry bing, Christmas, bing, everyone. Bing, it's Christmas bing, week. Bing, bing. It's Yule today. Happy Yuletide. Happy Yuletide. Yuletide blessings. It's the grand conjunction between Jupiter and, and Saturn, Saturn in zero degrees Aquarius. I love it. I've been like waiting for this moment my whole life. Yeah. I'm so excited. Today, it's about so many I, things. Depending on who you talk to, today could mark the beginning of the age of Aquarius. Yeah, really, that you said that perfectly. Depending on who you talk to, um, yeah, I don't think we're, I, yeah, I think we're there, but we're not there quite yet. Thank you for that, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners feel much more informed now. I think now. in 2024, when uh, Pluto moves into Aquarius, uh, we'll have we'll have a lot we'll have a lot more official lot. age of Aquarius. Mm, I don't know if you want to call it official, but like it'll feel like we've really settled in fully to some some, some Aquarian shit. fucking vibes. But this is big changes, big things, big great conjunctions. So, uh, it, what happened earlier this morning? Did you notice anything today? Did you feel different? Oh did God. you? Well, I'm going through it right now hormonally. Yeah. Um, did you start your period today, by the way? I thank you for mentioning. I did. <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I'm having some Saturn return issues. Saturn's in my fifth house. Hey, guys, if you know astrology, if you don't, great. Saturn is, the fifth is in the, the fifth period? house. <laughs> um, no, it's about uh, the fifth house does rule like <coughs> children and reproductive. And it's one of one of the signs, especially for females and areas in which you can kind of uh, get a get a glimpse of like the hormonal or the reproductive system and stuff like ah. that. So Saturn in the fifth house is some challenges. Do you sometimes. have today's chart printed out, or I, do you? Have... Yeah, this is today's chart. Um, just because I feel like you always hit me with the today, and then what do you think about this and this? And I'm always like, where's my ephemeris? Wow. Uh, so I just luckily you came prepared. The one day I'm not throwing anything at you that's crazy okay well i might bring th some things up love like, that for you spontaneously or something so this is what i felt today at work <laughs> okay <laughs> so, so like, we're just switching to you you asked me like how are you did you start your well period? you were like answering yeah i was <laughs> trying were... to uh, not have to talk about the blood you know so you like... did start it <laughs> let's talk about you and work <laughs> <laughs> okay. so back to me so, right, I woke up this morning, I knew it was going to be the Grand Conjunction, so I was like, maybe I, I'm just going to see if, like, I feel anything weird, you know, if I feel like some sort of spastic download of energy, you know, <laughs> okay. if I feel warm, fuzzy, strange. You know what I noticed about today? Hmm. <clears throat> Everybody at work was in an unusually good mood. Good. Uh, I don't know what to attribute that to, but that was literally the only thing out of the ordinary today. That's awesome. What about you? Um, so I did make a video about this. I'm going to talk about this right off the bat because I don't want to repeat a lot of the things that I said in there. It's like almost two hours long and I think I made it two weeks ago and it's literally about the great conjunction. If you want to learn more about what's going on with us right now, transit wise, about the planets, what has been happening for the past two and a half years and what's to come. Some history of Saturn and Aquarius was just kind of fun and 
helps in the predictive terms of the future and stuff like that. The predictive terms of the future. Yeah, just like, you know, I think looking at history and the you know the patterns always repeat itself it's because the planets you know they are transiting and they hit certain points and they make cycles and by looking at history i feel very manic right now i feel That's very totally chaotic and manic but yeah looking at history is one of the best ways to be able to kind of predict or to interpret what might come with certain energies and we still have a lot of things closing closing its chapters. So even though we have this like, yes, it is the, gr- the grand conjunction, the great conjunction. Um, it's zero degrees for Saturn and Jupiter right now in Aquarius. It's not going to happen. We're not going to see or feel the effects instantly. But things are happening right now. Um, for instance, if I were to give an example, and this isn't like textbook. It's more so like... I talked about the history. Well, it just takes textbook love. Um, I talked about one of the things with Saturn and Aquarius was the kind of, what's not the invention, but the first successful flight of an airplane, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Where that happened when Saturn was in Aquarius. But when it first went into Aquarius, maybe they had successfully drawn up the blueprints, but mm. it hadn't flown yet, and it hadn't built the plane. You know what I mean? I see. So things are happening, but we might not see the long-term effects for quite some time. They're outer planets. They move slow. But we will feel this, like, fresh breath of air. And there will be things that will happen now and current, like currently is happening. But um, when Saturn mm. was in Aquarius, the World Wide Web, web became available. But we didn't really see it integrating into the palm of our hands till almost a decade later. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't I totally accessible. See. I totally see that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I found an incredible tarot spread I wanted to share with everybody. Oh my gosh, yes. Let's talk um, tarot. You know, I, I was having the hardest time just trying to find... You know, after we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go into my room and see if I can pull these cards. Maybe we'll pull them here on the podcast. I don't know what we do anymore. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, anyways, this is this right is now. one of my favorite uh, tarot people, and I've fallen that followed this person since like the beginning of my tarot journey. Cute, like back when he had like five followers. Samantha Menzo. Now he has twelve thousand, so he's like more famous than me. So that is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, his name is. Wait. Is that my car? No, but we do have things in our car, and I want to make sure. Okay, um, we're going to pause the podcast really quick because I don't want no one stealing shit out of my car. Okay, so a lot just happened in, well, <laughs> in the right. second where... So George's car was actually, we're pretty sure was broken into um, mm-hmm. like about a week and a half ago or so. And they took like nothing, but they took everything out of the council and like put it all on the passenger seat as if they were looking for something. George swears that nothing was missing and there was like money and things that were there and they i i don't know what i don't know what they were doing or what they were looking for or what was going on um and then we have loaded the car up already because we're leaving early tomorrow morning to drive back to michigan to stay with our friend who lost her husband and we'll be there for christmas and new year's but we have like all of our stuff in the car right now and mm-hmm. we just heard like our neighbor's car alarm go off so i'm just like Paranoid that someone's gonna break into the car. So, anyways, well, like, the, the car alarm was going off, and Samantha really went out there, like, <laughs> like, 
like she was gonna what single-handedly fight you, off the intruder like right now I'm ready to I was just sitting here bum. on the couch you walked outside and it went silent I was I'm ready like, to fist fight with a bum, and not dude. only did she go out there she left the door open so <laughs> if she was fucking snatched I was next so I was like okay you're welcome anyways we were talking about this guy I've been following. Me. His name is Mantis Tarot. So, like a mantis, like a flying mantis. M, as in a Mary. Mantis. Mantis. Did you M- say flying mantis? Yeah, flying mantis. Like M- a praying mantis? Yes, a praying mantis. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know, I just... Biology Menzo over here. M A N T I S underscore tarot. T A R O T for our okay. new to tarot listeners. T A R O T. Anyways, this is his spread. <laughs> Stop it. Do you think there's people listening to us that don't know how to spell tarot? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Literally, I still hear people say tarot. Okay? Mm. So you never know what people's, like, level is. It's full of vitamin K. So. So. So, so, so. Yeah, what this, were we talking about? <laughs> this tarot spread has four positions. And I really like this. This is very succinct. It's very what we need. And it's also got the cutest little illustrations. I recommend everyone go check it out. <clears throat> So this is spot one for for everyone listening. Grab a pen, pause it, pause me now. Grab a pen. You're gonna want. Let me throw them. Let me throw some cards while you do it, and we'll the quick interpretation. Nothing big. Okay. I'm very like charged up. Honestly, only gonna shuffle it a little bit. What is this about? What is the? It's about the grand conjunction. Oh, okay. But it's like bigger than that too. Oh, it's like she's like it's also like Yuletide blessings or something. Okay, okay, so there's card one is Jupiter, my expansion, my growth, my joy, my abundance. So you know, just very Jupiter. Three of Wands. Oh my God, she's on a journey. She's so, on. Well, new... Hold on, we're gonna wait oh. till the end. We're gonna pull all the cards first, so I can get through these spread positions oh for, in case they're God. writing them down. Okay. So, like I said, everyone, spread position one: Jupiter, my expansion, growth, joy, abundance. This is position two: Saturn, my maturation, yes. my evolution, my responsibilities, and my stepping up. Card three is the conjunction, the meeting plane. Where my expansion and my maturation meet. Aquarius, how does this connect me to humanity? So, and then What's there's... What's the fourth position? So now there's the fourth position, which I'm getting to. <laughs> you forgot it's about the it. the solstice card, or the master intention. The major affirmation for the year ahead. Yikes. Did you pull this for you? <laughs> okay, let's see. So, <laughs> your card one, what, Jupiter, your expansion was three of wands. Three that's, of wands. So, um, that's the we're, perfect card. That's Exactly. We're making moves. We're making journeys. We're making just, to, you know, we're we're traveling and things This kind of happening. implies that you already have things in motion. Probably. And next. Okay, so... Well, really dove deep with that one. So two is Saturn, my maturation. So uh, I feel like this is present and going forward a few months. So like in the next few months, how you're going to evolve, what your responsibilities are going to be, ways you're going to step up. And you got the Queen of Cups reversed. (laughs) I'm either going to be an emotional basket case or I'm going to get my emotions finally in check. Or maybe this is saying that you're going to take a step back from, you know, you just finish your Saturn return essentially. I also didn't ask you to interpret. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> 
no. So, I... <laughs> Queen of Cups reverse. You just finished your Saturn return. Maybe this is your chance to take a step back for a second and stop obsessing over all of that. Mm, I would really hope so because I'm fucking over it. Like it, it definitely ended with a big shebang, and it's yeah. um. Well, how do you feel about that interpretation? Oh, my God. Like, literally today marks the end of my Saturn return. I'm still going to be in, like, a shadow phase for probably the end of the year. But um, Saturn over, is no longer in fucking Capricorn, and I can breathe. I'm so excited about it. Um, although, that doesn't mean that the hard work doesn't stop, because it's, like, opened me up to a completely different way of thinking about life. Yeah, but like that card is saying, um, you can take a break now. Take a rest. Stop like being- Okay, because if that's how you see it, that's not how I see it. I don't see the journey is over for me yet. I do think that it's going to be emotionally draining again for a little bit longer. <laughs> I do. I don't think that... I don't see it... I don't see it getting all the way easier yet, but I know how to deal with it. That's what I'm feeling. That's lovely. Um, but it's in a different it's a different way. It's not the Saturn return. It's just like almost like picking up the pieces of what the Saturn return did to me. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so this is card three, the conjunction. So the meeting plane. Where your expansion and your maturation have met. And especially, and then like, you have to kind of see the way this spread is set up, but it's also linked to Aquarius. How does this all connect to your humanity? Um, so this is, I got the six of coins. This one's very literal, very like easy. Aquarius is all about friends, groups, community, organizations, helping hands. And it's literally the six of, um, pentacles. It's literally like all these helping hands and someone's giving money and like reaching out to them. And literally what we're doing is helping someone who needs help. We're like going to sacrifice our time and our energy to be with someone who needs us because we want to. It's not really a sacrifice because we're choosing to do that. And um, I feel like finding the importance of when friends need you or when people need you in your life and being there, if you can be there, is extremely important to me. So that's what that's all about. The Saturn, it Mm -hmm. does make it a very adult feel of like, I'm able to do this, I'm going to do it, and I would hope that someone would do it for me if I was in the same position. The last one's very concerning, and I love it. Very chaotic. So so card four is solstice slash the master intention the major affirmation for your year ahead (laughs) ten of wands reversed so i have two main i have two main stalker cards the first is the four of swords which which if you've watched my channel for a long time any length of time honestly any length of time you know that the four of swords i fucking love and it follows me and i say that i love it which i don't but i say i love it so that i don't cry when it shows up every reading and then the other one is the ten of wands because i'm constantly ten of wandsing my life and myself and for this to be the overall energy it's not the overall energy it's um let me read it again exactly how he said okay the major affirmation how can you turn that into an affirmation oh i love that it's reversed so (laughs) (laughs) um i scratch your back you massage mine. <laughs> Is that really what you see? <laughs> no. Oh. I'm very chaotic. Also, right by now. the way, she's it's so weird seeing someone else use my Robin Wood tarot because this is my oldest tarot deck. Like the very first one I ever okay, had. Okay, come up with an affirmation for me. Stop the, the one I learned with. And so to see <laughs> 
see someone else using it. <laughs> pissing me off. That was, such, that was such a little kid. Like, stop. <laughs> I told Skylar before we started filming that whatever he said today I would probably try and change the topic somehow because that's the energy that I'm in. I don't know. So I'm coming up with an affirmation. Let me look Ten at it. Ten of Wands normally when it comes up in a reading for me is about I'm not focusing on the right things. I'm taking on too much. I need to say no or that I've overloaded myself with too many things that just really aren't even worth it. It's about asking for help or f- learning how to not get myself in those situations in the first place. Like why am I trying to accomplish everything all in one day? Um, and that's where I'm at right now. You know, I'm so, trying to think of like a Louise Hay uh, like affirmation based on this. You okay, know what? Like, I mean, let me think of This is what's okay. coming to my mind. Okay, love that. We all end up holding things that we didn't expect to be holding. That is not Louise Hay-ish. I'm sorry. Louise yes, Hay it's pretty be, close. No, it would be like, I am... Hello, sun baby. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's Molly Roberts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's moon babies. Oh, yeah. um, we love we love Stan. Um, no, Louise Hay would be like, I am abundantly helpful and helped i have plenty of room in my arms for the things i wish to carry and also lending hand lending arms lending towards me (laughs) to help lessen the load well clearly she's (laughs) (laughs) english was her first language smith (laughs) well actually that's me assuming she could have been foreign i don't know louise hey hello okay Anyways, um, that was triggering, and I loved it. So, I'm so glad we got to do that for you. <laughs> me too. Uh, let me pack this away. <laughs> do you want to talk about, like, prizzies? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then after that, I've got a listicle. Oh, okay. Well, let's just talk about presents really quick. So, uh, we opened up our Christmas stuff and our Yule stuff to each other. Early because our we're le- yeah friends miss. It's just Skylar, George, and I that we're talking about, and because um, George and I and Phoebe are leaving in the morning, like I said. I've never been here all by myself before. I know you've always had Phoebe. I've always had Phoebe, <laughs> <laughs> and she's a deep presence that can't be forgotten. About. She is. Um, Phoebe's my dog. If you guys are oh. new to the podcast, not just some person no, we like, like keep we just, in the bathroom <laughs> that we don't actually talk about. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the episode of Friends where Phoebe has, actually has that roommate. <laughs> you know, someone commented about our new like thumbnail photo for the podcast, and they were like, "Where's Phoebe?" And I'm like, "Fuck!" Like Phoebe does need to be Did like somebody comment that. I yeah, didn't see like in between us, like right above the speaking of which, maybe I should Photoshop her gangly teeth in there. We uh, we have a friend that we know knows how to Photoshop. Maybe uh, we can have that her. Would be great. Maybe, maybe we can pay her five bucks and have her. <laughs> I don't know how much is things like that worth. Oh my god. I feel like it would be so insulting for someone to mail you a crisp five and be like, will you do this for me? Um, we don't have to talk about all the things or whatever. Well, I just Let me to... say what I got first. Oh, okay. So I got a TV and it is beautiful. It's 50 inches. It's a Samsung. It's a smart TV. Um, everything is crisp. It's HD. I got it from these people I know. <laughs> <laughs> Skylar had a TV. It was like 20 or 30. 
I don't know. How I don't know. I got it. So like when I first moved to Michigan, Samantha's friend randomly gave it to me. Yeah, and that's just what he's had. It was it was fine. Yeah, like, it was fine. It, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> We're all fine. And George was like, I think we should get Skylar like a big boy TV. And I was like, he has a TV. Like, I love that he said a why, big boy TV. Why would we, I was like, why would we spend the money on like something he already has? Like, why don't we get him something he doesn't have? And then, I don't know, like it took me one day and I was just like thinking about it and watching you in there on that small TV. And I was like, <laughs> no, we're getting Skylar a big boy TV. He deserves it. Did you see me like all scooted up close to it yeah, or something? Yeah, I don't oh. know. I just felt like you were playing video games and your legs were hanging off the edge of the bed because you wanted to be closer <laughs> you know what i mean when you drag your pillow close to it and i was like wow couldn't this be like double the size it's very observant of george yeah. to notice that um so he was at first he was like i want to get it to him from me i was like then i won't have anything to give him and it's both of our money so no we're both giving it to him i can't believe george did that for me and i didn't get him a single gift <laughs> He doesn't care. He well, I just, went all out for him last year. You really did. So, um, so he knows he's fine. Uh, I had I had to lie and tell him that his was in the mail. And <laughs> you did tell him that. I did. No, you I was don't like, have I was to. like, I was like, my friend, my good friend George. I was like, damn it, your <laughs> gift's not here. Oh, damn oh, it, damn it, it's in the um, mail. It's in the mail. <laughs> Lost in the mail. Um, I am really just super excited about what I got, but your TV was a big thing. Like we were just really excited to give it to you. We were all in the room. Phoebe was there too, hooking it up, seeing how it was. It got hot in there. Did it? That TV's 50 inches. No, I meant like having all three of us in there. my room. Is the TV making it hot though? Because it's a smart TV. If it's like overheating, we might need to take it I was like butt sweat drenching my bed while you guys are all in there. And I was like, (laughs) please don't look over here. Love that. Um, you, I got you um, an art piece. Yeah, he bought me a glass piece. It's a like a Lego. It's from this artist that I had found on Instagram and actually like pitched to the gallery that I work at for this artist to be a part of one of the shows that we did. And now she's been a part of a few different shows. Her name is Hannah Gibson, if you want to check her out. She takes recycled glass and makes, like, Lego people out of them. And she puts, like, watch watch parts in there. Or she'll take, like, old milk jugs or, like, television glass and stuff. And it's recycles cool. them. It's really, really cool. And they're, like, bigger than a regular Lego, but still, like, a quite, like, a sh- yeah. size of a shot glass, probably. I think probably. yours is, like, three inches tall or something. It's super, super cute, and I've wanted one for a long time, but I couldn't justify, like, spending my own money on it. So, like, when, it was really cute because it wasn't here yet. So, he's like, well, do you want, because we were opening gifts, he's like, do you want me just to, like, draw it so you can see what it is? I was like, absolutely. So, he drew me this, like, mock-up of what it was and handed it to me and put, like, Hannah Gibson glass piece and then it has like a little sketch and I'm keeping it and I want to like get a little teeny frame for it and set it <laughs> next to the piece. <laughs> I'm super in love with it. <clears throat> Skylar also got me one of the coolest books. I'm so excited to read it. I need to go over there and pull it out now so I don't forget it. Um, the Secret Lives of Color. Yeah, the cover makes me feel all the synesthesia tingles. But <clears throat> it's basically about how color has been used throughout history and throughout the world and like different examples and like kings in arabia saying like Mm -hmm. if we use this color on our banner we can 
influence the people. You know, right. like shit like that. Which is like, I have read so many fucking color books. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a color magic queen. That's like my jam. Again, if you're new here, get with it. <laughs> um, color magic is my jam. And the books for color are boring. And I read them because I feel like it's important to. And I've read so many now and they're all the same i don't want to hear about the way that light goes through a prism i get it i know the science behind it i want cool shit you know like that not that that's not cool but that's all the books talk about so i'm so Watch excited there be somebody listening to this podcast while writing their color book and they're just, they're <laughs> literally like, typing out the words like, Damn it! chapter one the prism <laughs> how light travels through space Ah. Oh! Well, obviously, like, if you're writing that book, it's going to be amazing, it's be sweetie. It's so good. It's going to be Keep typing and don't let us stop you. You're doing great. Just, like, maybe reevaluate yeah, your choices. Yeah, put that somewhere else. You know what I mean? Anyways, I'm so excited to read that. Um, and I got you another book. Yeah, you got me an antique American glass book. I put it up there for now, but I want to find a cool place for it. It smells like... A grandpa's garage, which is oddly comforting. It was like a bookcase piece, you know? It is definitely like an aesthetic thing to have. Definitely Mm -hmm. good conversation. Once we like make our little... Conversation piece. Yeah, that's a really... It smells good. It's antique-y and right on brand. I swear the articles in there are good too. Yeah, I'll read it. Or not the whole thing, but I will... I'll I'll like bibliomancy about it. anybody's ever read that book. No, and I don't think anyone front to cover ever will, but... It's, I'm appreciative of it, for sure. It's going to be good to have. And then you got me a puzzle. But you already have done that puzzle. (laughs) I love puzzles. I have a Virgo ascendant. I love puzzles. I cannot stand puzzles, as you know. Yeah, but you are are the worst worst Virgo Virgo I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah, I got two puzzles. I got a friend's one from George. Are we bored yet? Yeah. So okay. this is the so listicle else? that I have. I was for, gonna say I got some more things, but we're moving on. So yeah, I love Christmas. I love gifts. As I everyone love you knows. all. I love that for me. Yeah. So. Wow. Oh wait, George got me this. I just want like my big one of my big gifts from George was um, this like weird thing from TikTok, which like holds my phone and like steadies it. It's like one oh, of those yeah. tripod things that like you can move around and it stays stationary it's fucking wild i'm so excited to play with it but um i just thought i'd shout that out just in case he acts like randomly listens to this one episode and he's like she didn't even talk about what i got (laughs) he got me the game splendor which is a really really fun game we played it last night i've played it before and i loved it um i got him the game king of tokyo we really like board games because we're like so nerdy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay what do you got come on uh okay so obviously um like we've said depending on who you talk to age of aquarius uh big things shifts are happening you know <laughs> and while everything's happening around us i found this article from charter and it's called sounds legit <laughs> it's called 25 things we can do to make the world a better place and i want to see if you agree with any of these things I'm sure I will. You're going to be like, no. (laughs) Unlike the last thing, you're like, let's see how many you agree with. And I'm like, "Ah, no. 
What okay. was that? I can't so remember. everyone listening, here are just some fun ways that we can all together, if every single one of our listeners just adopted like half of these and like put, had made them a good mindset, Ugh, the world already. would be a better place. So thing one, everyone. Thing one. <laughs> turn off the lights, turn off the water, and unplug your devices when not in use. Do you? I don't. I would never. We don't unplug devices no. not in use. Who does that? Apparently you you're supposed to. Reset them. No, it says phantom power accounts for 10% of all energy output. Wow. That's a lot. Who unplugs their TV when they're done using it? Apparently I need to start. Apparently you need to start, listener. We need to start unplugging our shit. Yeah, unplug that. And I do get it because like, if I unplug my smart TV, will it log me out of Hulu? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, who? That's why we don't do it. Like, if we unplugged all of our lamps, we'd have to resync it with our Google Home. Like, which is like so, so annoying. annoying. <laughs> so, uh, but also here's but another I thing. The toast, the How do you feel about this? The toaster. When I'm if you're a man, you can turn the shower off while you shave. You can also turn your shower off while you let your conditioner set. Uh, you can save a lot of water this way. Now, personally, I would have a tough time doing this because when we turn the water off here and then turn it back on, it takes like 10 seconds to get warm again. Wow. I can't just stand there like that. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe for the good of the earth. I feel like just from the fact that you're multitasking in the first place and shaving in the shower instead of shaving and running the sink outside of the shower. I don't shave anymore, people. So I know you don't. I can't relate to that one. Okay, number two, if you're going to adopt an animal, make sure you adopt a rescue. That don't. one's somewhat, that's something that I feel like everyone should know by now, but they just don't. And they still are yeah. looking at like... Puppy mills and yeah, stuff. Yeah, gosh, it just drives me crazy. I do understand reasons that people have for wanting a specific breed. Yeah, that I uh, do understand, but you uh, can still try and find them. So find them at the shelter. I, I think every case is different, but, you know, yeah. I feel like it's very important that if you want an animal to make sure you're at least considering a rescue. <sighs> Thing three, to make the world a better place. <laughs> By Skylar Hayes. <laughs> Re reconsider your consumption. So, such as giving up meat one day per week. Done that. That was the example that they that gave. That was, oh my god, we're killing that one. Pun and I guess reconsidering your consumption. Pun intended. Yeah, it didn't have to be food. It could be anything. You know, like anything that you consume. Like, let's say you're a person that like has to always use a straw. Yeah, or like you're someone that like eats their lotion. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Reconsider your consumption. <laughs> oh, I think I'm headed off an edge. This right is now. thing four. How many things are there? We're going through it so quickly. How many? There's twenty more. <laughs> But we're going to go through them so fast. It's so fast. So thing four to make the world a better place. <laughs> Share a meal. <laughs> so... You can't... Did you just fart a little? No, no, not at all. I'm just making... I can't even get through four things. That we're on thing four. <laughs> I'm losing it, dude. We're on literally thing four. <laughs> I cannot be bothered. <laughs> We're making the world a better place. It's taking so long. <laughs> you should pull it together. Okay, go ahead. <sighs> what was I saying? I don't know. Literally number four. <laughs> 
caramel. It's important. Okay. This one's a little bit harder in the time of COVID, okay. but share a meal, like make food, make extras, you know, bring, let's say, you know, Cindy at work's favorite food is lasagna. You make lasagna, bring her some lasagna. Yeah, and if she back talks you the day before, just stick your finger in it. No. Okay. <laughs> Making the world a better place. For you. Number five, me. clean up your space, clean your bedroom, clean up your, clean up your kitchen, clean up your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with this How's one. How's that making the world a better place? Because it says when you have a happy home, you have a better mindset. When you have a better mindset, you're more likely to do better in the world. Boring. Thing number six to make the world a better place. Get involved. Uh, what were their examples? Like, think of something. If you think of something that needs to be changed, write a letter, start a petition, do more direct activism, whatever you can do to get involved with something. Get involved with it. Toxic person. Okay, well, we've all been there. <laughs> Thing seven to make the world a better place. Give alms. How much more do we have? <laughs> this would have been. I am no, sober. This... For all of the listeners that know that I partake in things, I am 120,000% sober right now. Well, why would I'm they believe that? I'm just manic. I'm just like. Literally, this would have been like a three-minute bit if you had just let me read the fucking list. It would have taken seconds. Literally, if I if I gave the third, if I gave ten seconds to everything on the list, this would have been done in two minutes. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, thing give twenty. Thing seven. Give alms. Oh If I were a listener to this podcast, I would unsubscribe, unsupport, and block us on social media. Okay, give alms. Seven. Give to the poor. Eight. Travel wise. I worked hard finding this listicle. Eight. Travel wisely. Don't just go to a toxic beach resort. Thing nine, check your community. Does your social network include lots of different people? People of different ethnicities, elders, people who identify as different sexualities, etc. Make sure you check out who's in your community and see if you can get to know them. That's a good one. Thing ten, plant a bee-friendly garden. Eleven, give your stuff away. <laughs> this, is, this is literally the stupidest list. Like, it's all okay. good. Okay, yeah, I think think that because this is the age of Aquarius, it's time to be good people. Everyone give all your shit away. Oh my god. Okay, 12, turn off your TV. 13, make some art. Um, Thing 14, act locally. I don't know exactly what they meant by that one. Thing 15, put your money where your mouth is. If you hate Walmart, don't shop there. 16, do yoga. 17, practice Tonglen. Breathe it all in. Love it all out. Oh my god, I am like... How many more? 18. Oh my god! Remember the concept of ahisma, which I don't know exactly what that means, but I think it's like oh, non-violent. don't forget it. You can't forget it if you don't know what it is. So you did it. You're good. 19 is reconnect with old friends. 20 is... We got... What do you think? Okay, now this is the one I wanted to ask you about. Finally, we made it. All of those you didn't want to ask me about. 
Because I knew. <laughs> Thing 20. All right. How do you feel about making one day a week in your life completely offline? So weird that you said that. I have been flirting with the idea of literally going a whole week. Like, not just one day. I definitely don't know if I would make it a whole week. Because it would be hard. Like, I still want my phone to be, like, accessible if I get emergency calls or if, like, someone wants to contact me. Do you want to borrow my flip phone? I know. I've been thinking about it. For, like, a whole week. No internet. No nothing. I know I can do it. I know that would be good for me. Uh, but I keep going, like, working my way up to being, like, on this trip and going home. So maybe, like, when we get back from the New Year's, because I feel like, I feel like having the internet is going to be helpful for what I'm going into. Like, I don't, I don't feel like now's the time, but I have been flirting with that as, like, a thing that I want to do. Absolutely. Um, especially working from home, I'm like in an endless cycle of just constant contact, like content overload. So this is what it says, like specifically. It says no devices, no phones, no internet, no TV. Yeah. Breathe into the emptiness. <laughs> that uh, This is what we run from a lot of the time. The slight discomfort of being with ourselves and all I those mean, questions we have about who we are, why we're here, etc. I love being alone. But I'm never really alone because I'm always, like, learning something through a video. Like, even if it's not, Mm -hmm. like, or music. Like, I love to have music on. Like, I would be okay. I would be fine. But, um... What if you couldn't even use music device? Like, no devices. Like, a whole Mm -hmm. day, nothing that plays from the internet or nothing, like, technological like that. I, I do feel like music would be more beneficial for me. I find that when I do meditation that's completely silent, I can still get a good I can still get good things from it and I think that it's helpful. But for some reason music helps me to feel like I can relax a little bit more into the silence. Like I know that there's things being played, but <clears throat> I don't know, it just changes the, my calmness about it, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> so music would be something that I would probably like if I were to do it, I would probably have like the ability to use. And then if I did it again, maybe I would do like only like one hour a day with it or, you know what I mean? So I could still mm-hmm. <clears throat> get the silence. But I like doing yoga. If I'm going to be by myself, I like doing yoga. And I would want like an instructional video to do VHS it with. Tape. But then you'd still have to use the TV. Damn it. <clears throat> and, you know, I could kind of do like, I guess... That's that was what I was thinking was like, oh, I would want to do like long yoga sessions and things, but I can only do like interpretive yoga for so long before I'm like, (laughs) is that like freelance yoga? Yeah, just like stretching, whatever feels good, flowing like like I know a lot of the positions where I could do it myself, but I could only do it for so long where I feel like I want like someone to teach me through it and then I would have to use technology. So I don't know. I've been thinking about it. And there's things that are coming up where I'm like, okay, what would I do about this? Well, what, what brought it up? <clears throat> um, I had a bad week where it was like two weeks ago where I was getting myself into like a really good routine and finally getting my like sleep schedule back in order and like getting a good, good night routine. And then I would like do everything that I'd want to do. 
And then I would get in bed and I would literally lay there till three in the morning and then have to wake up at like eight, get five hours of sleep. That is not great because I stayed on my phone for hours and I just felt like I was waking up and immediately grabbing my phone and then digesting content the entire day. And then just like it felt like I was like trying to better myself and then just like wasting it all away, like immediately afterwards. And I was just like, this is fucking annoying. So so it's so annoying. I also have a need to just like slam your laptop shut on your lap right now. Don't do that. I won't. I just feel like I need to say it. Oh, okay. Okay. So, we're almost done with our list. Oh my god, there's more! 21, always check your privileges. That's a good one. Thing 22, be honest, even when it's painful to be honest. Never. 23, every day you wake up, be grateful. Okay. 24, live by the rule of seven generations sustainability. And 25, this is the most random one of all fucking time. Mm. Study the seasons. I like that one more than, like, half of the ones that you mentioned before. What? This list is bullshit. Like, they're all good things and they're all helpful, but it's like, we get it. The Age of Aquarius is not just about doing good for the community. It's about thinking outside. Now, you didn't write Mm -hmm. this, so don't be offended. No, I'm I'm saying saying that, like, what if we took these things and took them outside the box was what I was going to... Oh, love that. That's what the intention of this list was. But. Okay, <clears throat> let's go quick. What's number one again? And let's listen to it and let's fucking... Turn off the lights. Turn off the water. Mm. Unplug your devices was one. Okay, never mind. Forget that one. What's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late now. I don't want to go back to the list. Now I'm bored with it. Okay, good. Oh, so man. let's let's go back to that technology one. Like, what is a totally Aquarian way to live in the age of technology, but also do something that you haven't thought of in a way that would make the world a better Hold place? <clears throat> I don't want to talk about making the world the world a better place. I want to talk about how YouTube, I feel like, is not going to be around for very much longer. Or if it is around, this is what I was thinking. Where's I've, it going? I don't think it's going anywhere. But I feel like it's becoming, like, it's going to, especially in the next five, two to five years, for whatever reason, I keep getting these, like, pulls towards YouTube becoming, like, the Facebook of social media, where, like, people are still on it, people still use it, but no one really wants to be on there, and it's not really doing very much, like... Um, so, and we can see that in a lot of like the big content creators, a part of our community specifically, and how a lot of them are jumping to, um, discord or Patreon, just like naturally feeling the pull to do something else or find other options or like, why am I making all this free content? Like I'm putting a lot of effort into it. I need to get, be getting paid or maybe I could find something different out there. Um, I'm just throwing this out here for to get people thinking like I don't want to like also like if people are like excited because they're about to like launch their new, their channel for the first time. I'm not telling you not to do it because I'm not thinking that YouTube is actually going anywhere. I'm just like asking us like what's the next thing because YouTube's been around for over 10 years and it can't be what it is forever like I do think that other things are going to come and people are going to kind of move away or get inspired to do new things so and with Saturn and Aquarius there is a total possibility for some new 
thing to just arrive and pull people out. I mean, it sort of already did with TikTok in a sense. TikTok's been around for a really long time, was musically before that, and I think even something before that. But it's not quite the same as YouTube, so it's not going to like fully do it. But I really have been feeling that like YouTube's energy is kind of fizzling out and something else is going to come to be. So... Uh, yeah, like you were saying, though, it really depends on the community because some communities on YouTube are still booming and, and some thriving. are thriving. Yep, mm. I agree. But I guess I'm thinking more so in terms of I'm thinking more more in terms of the spiritual community and also I mean, but look at like all of the big YouTubers that left the platform this year. Some of them were canceled, and some of them kind of canceled themselves and left and Mm -hmm. a lot of them are just like deciding that their time is done on the platform that they want to do other things or that maybe it's not fulfilling to them anymore like there's a lot of people that Mm -hmm. i have watched for over a decade i guess one of two things will happen either people will come through and fill that vacuum fill that void people we weren't expecting Mm -hmm. that would be very aquarian right Mm -hmm. yeah or um, it'll implode and never be the same. Well, <clears throat> I still don't think it's going to... I don't I don't think those are the two options. <clears throat> but, okay, I love your interpretation on it. You, got like I the, do, you have like a bubble in your throat? Do yeah. You need, you need to go hack it up I was I was laughing so hard that I think I just like... You know, you know when you laugh so hard, yeah. you just... You become like mucus. <laughs> <laughs> Human mucus? Yeah. <laughs> So here is an example of a community on YouTube that is thriving. The language learning and language acquisition YouTube sphere is thriving, right? People are making incredible content. So you know how like the spiritual community, depending on like where you are in things, you know, sometimes it feels like our little golden age has already passed, Mm -hmm. right? And then now we're going through time and then another golden age is on the horizon, but we're not in one right now. One that seems to be in the middle of a golden age right now is language acquisition. There is so much incredible content being put out with people. Ideas you've never heard of, um, like mnemonics and like uh, memory devices. You know, all these people coming up with these incredible fresh ideas. Total gold, like total golden age of stuff. Okay. And isn't that so weird how like some parts of a website could be going through a golden age and some could be seen as like a slump you Mm -hmm. know some it it depends on where you stand in it i just feel like the the part of that is because the the use for youtube is not going to be so much for entertainment anymore i guess is Mm -hmm. what i'm getting like i don't I i don't think that the platform's going anywhere i like facebook is still facebook it's still being used but it's not being used like it was when it first came out and was like the yeah. hot social media thing where that's how it feels more connected. like a necessity. Type it feels thing. like a way where you go get your information, you connect to your relatives, whether you like them or not. <laughs> and you can see what like the bitch from high school who stole your boyfriend's doing yeah. if you need to check in on her. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it's not what it was when it first was in its prime time. Um, but it's still here and it just changed. And now we have other things like Instagram or whatever. So that's what I'm sort of getting at. I feel like the need to use YouTube will still be there. It's just not going to be so much for entertainment as it is maybe for more 
like uh connectivity to like yeah. information or i'm not really sure yet you know, i don't know I, something i've learned by seeing channels that just provide pure entertainment with nothing knowledgeable um mass it like creating entertainment on a mass scale like doing a daily vlog every mm-hmm. day or creating entertainment where you need to create like a certain length of video every week, creating it on that kind of scale every week by yourself, it it's not sustainable, right? No, it's For anybody, totally not sustainable. No, and even like... if it was your full time job and like the stress of trying to be creative like that all the time, yeah, I say people like leave it to the professionals, like TV shows, movies. Like I feel like that will take. We do you think that'll be like a bigger center stage. No, I don't. I think. <clears throat> so then who will be entertaining us? I still think that it will be... Well, I obviously, there will still I be I just think people. it's going to come across in a different way. I think a lot more, like, live streams. I think a lot more... Um, I, I don't I don't I don't know yet. I, I mm-hmm. don't think we've like unlocked it yet. And that's what I'm I'm just pointing to the fact that like nothing lasts forever. And I don't think that YouTube is per se going anywhere. But yeah. I don't It's I, like MySpace is still around. Exactly. Um like so is Live Journal, but like can you remember your password? I don't know. I don't think Live Journal would even remember my password at this point. <laughs> So I'm not saying that it, it it's like, you know, going to get, it's, like, you could still put up content. I'm sure that you could still be successful on it and that um, I'm still going to continue to use it. Am I going to use it in the same ways? I haven't been using it for the same ways in the last year. Like there's just been a lot that I've been going through and I still want to produce things and put things out because I enjoy them. But maybe the platform might not be the right space for me anymore, or maybe I'll approach it differently if you are going to be on the space, if you're going to be on YouTube still or any social media platform, if you're going to do the same, same shit, uh, it ain't going to work for very much longer. You have to get you have to get unique. You have to think outside of the box. It's time to restructure why you're using the certain platforms that you're using because you need to be open to maybe other options or other ways of going about it. Shit's getting stale, bitches, and the universe just swirled you up a different content cocktail. You're welcome. That was a lot to take in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Processing all of that. Okay. Content cocktail. Love that. Yeah. Don't get stagnant, bitches. <clears throat> the universe just swirled you up to content cocktail. So, what is your current relationship with me? This is kind of like tough. Like, I don't know exactly how to phrase this, but everyone's content evolves over time. Mm-hmm. It feels like when your channel first started, obviously it was like always like more like, you know, like geared for like information sharing, but mm-hmm. there was also an entertainment portion yeah. of it. Yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah. So, like, obviously as time progressed, it became more informational and then less pure entertainment, right? So, like, do you think you'll ever move back? Like, what is your current relationship with the way that you make content? If that That's makes sense. too big of a question. Too big I of a think. question. I don't know. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to find what kind of content I want to make. Because like, do you want to be an entertainer or do you want to be an educator or do you want to be a mix of both? I want to be me. 
And in turn, I just like to spread information. I but I like to talk about things that I know, and I also like to get feedback on what other people think, <clears throat> which is why I like to live stream a lot. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm talking, and I'm trying to like like so when you're an I, information dispenser. I am, but I like receiver. I like to. I like it to be a collaborative effort. I don't like as much making a video putting it up and then that being it and I have to like read the comments below like I like as I'm doing it feeling as though I'm having a conversation with people which is why I do a lot of live streaming my content because I feel like it's less me being like here are my facts and even when I did the video which I thought went really really well on the grand conjunction I had like a lecture type format prepared but I did it as a live stream so I was answering questions I was talking specifically about things some people would remind me of something else and I'd be able to you know kind of go off a little bit on a tangent but come back because I did have kind of a lecture structure prepared Mm -hmm. it felt like I was teaching but it wasn't like I was like filming editing uploading it it felt like I was in a classroom where I allowed the students to kind of it was an open discussion you know um, and that's what I really like a lot. Um, because if I can talk to myself all fucking day, if I want, I can make a video. It feels lonely to make a video, even if it's, I know it's going to help and it's going to reach other people. It feels lonely to record a video about something, edit it by myself, listening to myself and then kind of letting it go and putting it up on a space And then just going back and reading comments. Like comments for me, I read them all. Like I see them all. I try to at least interact with like hearting it so you know that I read it if I can. But it just feels like it's like a little empty. Like it's hard to feel that connection with the people. And I don't, I Mm -hmm. don't know. I just, I could do like how to be a fucking witch 101 videos until I'm blue in the face, but that's boring and overdone and it's just not for fulfilling to me. So I don't know. Well, I don't. So like I've heard you say that before. It's overdone. I disagree with that only because if I'm new to a community, I want to. So everyone has like a different take on these things, right? Like let's say I was obsessed with Samantha Menzo, right? You are. I don't want to learn how to be a witch 101 from Ethany. You know, I don't want to learn. We, we're Stan. Oh, we're yeah, not, we're Stan. We're not, like, but, okay. but like, let's say. But that sounded like, like a little like. You know, like let's say <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to learn from her. Like I don't want to learn from Jesse Huntenberg. I don't yeah. want to learn from Kelly and Maddox. You yeah. know, like that you just don't resonate with those people for I don't or know Or maybe how. you don't even know them. Maybe you don't know them. Or, yeah. like, or maybe you just watch them and you're like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't like these women because they're amazing. But like, let's say you didn't. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't want to watch theirs. You want to watch this person. Yeah. So I see why everyone's, you know, some people you just can't stand to listen to. So I totally get why everyone should. There's a lot of people like that. You know, like I feel like if you wanted to make me, something, I mean. <laughs> if you wanted to make something like that, you might be someone's ideal voice, someone's ideal um, you guys trying to hear me talk about witchcraft one on one? Right? I like, could be that voice for you. So <laughs> please don't. But you see what I'm saying in that department? Yeah. I think that everyone made even if everyone made the same video. So you're what you're trying to tell me is that nobody likes 
anyone else and I'm the best at everything so I should just make all the content because <laughs> I rule all. That's yes. literally what I heard and I'm going to take that compliment. I think I'm an entertainer. <laughs> so like I was listening to what you were saying about like dispensing the information, getting yeah. feedback on the information and yeah. then discussing the information. I was like, wow, okay, so big Gemini vibes here. And so I know, it's just like but with my placements, I don't know exactly what this kind of circus clown rodeo shenanigans in my head is. But, uh, you know, let's talk about this for a second. Okay. Uh, in my chart, mm-hmm. what do you think uh, makes me an entertainer the way that I am? Uh, I don't have your chart in front of me. I know, like, where the planets are, but I can't see all the aspects and all the houses that they're in. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know yeah. that you have... I know what planets are where. where I mean, hell? a lot of it, I feel like, is your... I don't know. I Because like, you don't even necessarily have to be funny to be an entertainer. But I don't. Yeah, no, I don't know if I'd call you an entertainer. I think that you're... I kind of see myself as an entertainer a bit. Okay. Like, I, okay. I provide I okay. entertainment. You do. Okay, you definitely do. It's kind of my thing, but not on it's big scale. It's kind of my thing. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> uh, so I'm not, like, a huge scale entertainer. I like providing entertainment to in small settings. To one-on-one people, I, that would definitely be, like, the Virgo-Libra placements. I mean, Libra is all about, like, making everybody feel comfortable and at peace and, like, keeping everything, like, cool, gravy, love that. And if you have, like, the confidence and you have the communication skills of the Virgo and you have, like, the gentleness and, like, easy breeziness of the Pisces, like, you're creative in that sense and you can intuitively pick up on what people need to feel good and normally humor and laughter is the best medicine so you're really good at like you know just flopping around like a fish out of water so that people can can feel better about it themselves and like you know how to make a room feel very comfortable because you would literally like hyperventilate if it wasn't so it's not so much about entertaining pressured into being yeah it's not so much about like oh my god i really just want like to entertain i'm reading the room i'm entertaining it's more about like i want everyone to feel good and be happy because if they're not i will be uncomfortable i will have a a fucking meltdown so why don't Mm. i just take the lead why don't i just be the jokes (laughs) so that everybody is having a good time story of my life by the way which i love i appreciate that's why i keep you since i was little like I was six years old out there doing my little song and dance trying to keep the peace you know yeah we saw uh, we were in the car George and I we saw a guy like flipping a sign and we're like um Skylar would be good that. That job. <laughs> and I was like he probably makes more money than Skylar that's the sad everyone part. makes more money than Skylar <laughs> fucking sign flippers get paid stupid amounts to just sit and listen to music and like sit in this florida sun it's bullshit he was living his best life you know a lot of people in my life have started saying that recently what it's bullshit it's bullshit you're not the only person that's just randomly started saying that all the time oh my dad used to say that a lot so really it's not random for me i mean but i feel like it hasn't been a part of your lingo like 
Yeah, I'm just it's too triggered. much. Yeah, <laughs> I try not but to. Suddenly, suddenly, everything's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. You know, Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. You know the card game. Everyone listening, hello. Did you hear me? Hello, listener. I was waiting do you for know? the microphone to respond. I was like, <laughs> do you know Cards Against Humanity? Okay, you do that game? Yes, that's the game. Yes, the one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The creators are trolls, and they came up with this expansion pack, and it was called Bullshit, or something along those lines. And uh, they had, like, this big release where you couldn't, like, it was going to, you could get it only when they said it was available. And um, I don't know if they did like a Kickstarter or what the deal was, but they literally didn't have a description, but it was the same creator, same box, same title, all that jazz. And it literally said in the description the same thing as like the title, like this is bullshit bullshit or something. It's bullshit. And they raised like $25,000 or something like that off of like the Mm. sales of this product. And it was literal bullshit. They went and there's like whole articles or like interviews and shit where they found the lady who literally sold them all of the bullshit to package up and they paid her all this money for the shit of her bulls. (laughs) They put it in the boxes and they donated all the money that they got. I don't know where they donated to. I haven't thought about this in a really long time, but... Um, look into that fact, fact check it. But like, you know, the details that I'm ex- explaining might not be hundred percent correct, but that's the gist of the story is that the creators of cards against humanity basically trolled everybody into buying literal boxes of bullshit. And then they donated all the money. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay. I love that. That sounds like bullshit. Love that for me. So, like, what's our timestamp? One hour, one minute, twenty-nine seconds. Have we really seconds. been talking for an hour? Yeah, it's time to go because it's time I to am. Go. So I'm not done packing. I want to give like Miss Fiebers a bath so she's not stinky for a twenty-two hour car ride. I've got certain things to do. Our I supporters got to go. Oh my god! Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can't believe that Skylar made you listen to that long list of things to make the world a better place. Been so much faster. I hope that you all are having a beautiful Yule, a beautiful Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Maybe you don't celebrate anything, and that's okay too. But we hope that you're having a beautiful week. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Special thank you to Miranda O, Rebecca PK, Kate B, SG, Lisa P, Dorothy E, Karen R, Stacy, Jennifer L, Alyssa H, or Alyssa S, Jesse H, Amy F, Phil K, Lindsay M, Teresa D, Dominic B, Julie C, David B, and Melanie W. Hi, Melanie. Hey, Melanie. Thank you so much. Um, we love you guys and gals and in-betweens so so much thank you for supporting the podcast if you would like to support the podcast you can do so for as little as a dollar a month you can do it for five dollars a month ten dollars a month you can click the link in the description box of the platform you're listening to this on down below or go to anchor i think it's anchor.fm you can search speaking of which podcast Phoebe's click clacking making her appearance and thank you to everyone who's listening if you share this podcast and you don't you know, if you don't want to donate financially and you can't do that right now, that's totally fine. Just listening or sharing it with a friend is really, really helpful. And we're grateful that you're here. Mm-hmm. Love you guys so Love much. Love you guys so much. Oh, my God. 
Love your entertainers. Next week, we will be doing the podcast in different sides of the country. So we will have visual representation as well um, on my YouTube channel. What does that mean? I'm going to put my contacts in. Oh, okay. Love that. Anyways, bye. Happy Yule. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. And we love you. Bye. Bye.